Sheila, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Wayne. I'm always better when I'm chatting with you. And it is always fun. Can you believe it's been 11 weeks? We've been doing this for 11 weeks now? You know, it's really fun to do this. It's really fun to do it with you, but it's also really fun to get feedback from folks who are listening to keep us motivated and encouraged and to um, help steer us in good directions. I certainly agree. And you can get feedback. You can give me feedback by going by emailing me at wayne at mindseeking.com. You can check out my website at mindseeking.com. And Sheila, how can they contact you? Then contact me through my website, which is zekeandsheila.com, which also has golden retriever pictures. Um, and you can access my email on that website as well. Great. And to our listeners, welcome. This is 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne. And wow, we are very excited. We have been heard now in Costa Rica, Mexico, Liechtenstein, and Greenland, to include the U.S. And hopefully we can get that reach out there further. So if anyone who's listening, if you can get it into a different country or your country, please do that and let us know. And as I said before, I hope that our special podcast um, can be heard in Russia as well. Mm. Yes. Amen. So Sheila, what yes. is the word for today? Today's word is a short word that's chock full of meanings. It is the word do, D-O. Do. <laughs> and you said a short word, chock full of meanings. I also came up with a little slogan that said, small word with a magnitude of meaning. <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. And what did your research provide? You know, I uh, the path I went down was pulling up all of the sayings uh, that we hear as part of our regular conversation that have the word do, and as you would have others do unto you, do your best, can do attitude, things like that. But also things that are important to me are getting your hair done, <laughs> doing 20 miles. <laughs> Ooh, it's so do- funny because that one word um, in that saying defines exactly what, what you're doing without using extra words, if that makes sense. So which direction did you go down? It, and it does make sense what you said. And I, I, I like this. I love what, we're, what we do because I, I'm, just, I'm, going to, I'm going to tell the listening audience here a secret. Sheila and I never compare notes. Right prior to coming into the space of the podcast. And that's where we first get to see what's on each other's sheet of paper. And because she's in a different place than I am, we're not even in the same place, same building. We're in, you know, we're miles apart. And yet it's so fun that we come up in dip with different ways. This is fun. I came up with the three tenses of the verb. Ooh, okay. Do. So I'm going to talk about the past, I'm going to talk about the present, and I'm going to talk about the future using that word do, or some firm of the verb do. Mm-hmm. Yes, Super. so Super. that's where I went. All right. And how would you like to start us off? Let's, uh, let's start off with your um, past tense, and then I can jump in in the present tense with some of my findings. And then we can wrap up with your future tense, if that's the way you <laughs> Okay, That's very fine. All right, cool. So past, we can talk about the past in using the form of the word do as in did. I Things that we have done, things that I have done, jobs I have 
done or jobs we did, jobs you've done, jobs you did. And I remember a lot of a lot of those those and as you said, a short word with so many kinds mm. of expansions from it. Um, I remember I was on an open heart surgical team once for two years. I did open heart surgery and it was very, very fun as a technician, as a technician. Okay. Um, and, and the docs, my, I remember the first time I went solo by myself in that operating room uh, with no other uh, operating room technician to help me. I was, I had done all my, I, I've done all of my checkpoints, if you will, so to speak. And they said, okay, you can go solo now. I've done six months of training. And um, the doc said, okay, Apple, I see you're, you're by yourself. This is the first one. And he says, this is what we do here. Because he pointed after we had um, opened, and, and opened, the, opened the chest cavity and, and exposed the heart to get to do what we're going to do. <laughs> There's that word, do. <laughs> do what we're going to do. Yeah. And he says, this is what we do. And, and I thought at that moment, this is what we do. And I'm thinking... Um, wow, there's a lot of things that we're going to do, but this is what we do. And it focused on that heart and I saw it beating and pulsing and it was, mm. it was absolutely incredible. I'm sure. Um, and, and so some of the things that we have done, we have many experiences. We have many interactions with individuals and some things we say, oh, well, that didn't go very well. That communication didn't go very well. That relationship didn't go very well. That job didn't go very well. Or that job did go very well. Those relationships did go very well. So when we talk about the past, um, it's an incredible roadmap, if you will, of mm -hmm. where we have been. And we can look back and use those experiences, those things that we did, that we've done to help us prepare for present and the future. You know, Wayne, my husband and I frequently talk about how every job we've done in the past prepared us for what we're doing right now. There's no wasted opportunity, even if it was just a short-term job or something that we really didn't like, that in itself prepared us for what we're doing now and helped us to do better what we're doing. It just all comes together, doesn't it? It really does. I had one of my best bosses told me the best job you will ever have is the one you are in right now. Mm, interesting. Because interesting. What, because what you do and what people see you do, what you what you bring to the table is what's going to carry you forward. Just like you said with with um, your, your conversation with your husband, um, because mm. people will say, hmm, he didn't do so well. We're not going to hire him, or we're not going to give him promotion. <laughs> or Can I? Go ahead. Yes, you sure can. I, okay, I want to give a shout out to having every young person do some kind of food service job, because for the rest of your life, you will appreciate what hard work that is for people who are still doing it. Ah, it's funny that you say that. Did I ever tell you that my one of my first jobs, one of my first jobs, <laughs> was I was a cook. Okay. And and you're right. You know, 12-hour shifts was way back then was very easy because we had to come in bright and early yeah. to get the get the day rolling, um to get the breakfast meal out and our shifts were I was on one team and there were two teams. So our team was on for two days and then we'd have two days off. 
But that was because it was 12-hour shifts, 12 mm. and 12. So, oh, my goodness, back to back. But we did breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Breakfast, wow. lunch, and dinner. And then sometimes I would, I, would, <laughs> I would go home and I would wake up the next day still in my cook clothes because I was so <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> oh, I, I, for, for a brief period of time, I was a waitress in a pizza place. And I, if, I, if they had Fitbits back then, I would have... I would have been off the charts each day. <laughs> it's hard work, hard work. But but very well exercised, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you sleep well. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so moving into the present, what do you have to yes. offer us here? You know, one of the things I mentioned is the golden rule, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And in researching that, I found out that it is found in most religions and cultures, that concept um, in some form, in every ethical tradition, uh, it's the, as one uh, writer quoted, it's the essential basis for the modern concept of human rights. You wow. don't have to have a, uh, a concept of God to, to embrace this. And it goes back to even Confucian times. I mean, it's in the Eastern and Western cultures. And when you think about today, how, how, how we would, you know, talk about you you hope this is heard in Russia. It, it, it is relevant at all times of history, and it, as always, especially today, it seems. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. I, I like that, and and I do have in the present one of my bullet points is do what's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and it goes back to what you said: do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Do what's right, um, because sometimes right could be different for different cultures, different yes. individuals, different thinkings. But um, I think it all, there's a commonality, a, a common denominator, if you will, that most of the time when we think about doing something, we, that, that guy on the left shoulder or the right shoulder, I don't know which one it is. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but one of them says, that, uh, 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 you don't want to do that. That's not, a, that's not the right thing to do. While the other one says, don't listen to him. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say the second voice there is the one who's looking out for me the most. N not in a healthy way, necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, another another thing I was reading about, or uh, another saying, um, which has some real context in the work environment, is uh, do your best. Everyone is, uh, I don't know about everyone, but I was raised, my parents say, do your best. When you're at school, do your best. But in fact, in the work world, people don't want to hear, are, how, are you going to accomplish this? I will do my best. People want to hear, I will get the job done. So there's a difference between those two. And there, and what, as I was reading some um, think leaders were saying that the better is better the second is better received i will get the job done so it's a, i just want to kind of hear your thoughts on that i you, you know i i enjoy that question and that comment um so let me see if i get this right so one is do i will do my best do your best versus and second one versus I, I, I will job. get the job done. I will get the get, job done. Get the job done. So definitely the second one sounds more professional and assertive. Yeah. And okay, doing your best. Um, wow. Very, very cool question. So when I think of do your best, and, and I say this to individuals a lot of the time, 
mm-hmm. do your best. It's like when I was teaching my students, do your best on the examination, do your best on the paper. I, I think we have prepared ourselves, each other. I've helped them, they've helped me, and we've, we've moved to from the unknown to, okay, this is what we are supposed to know, and now I've got to give you an example or give you a solution as to what I do know by virtue of regurgitating the information that we have compiled, and you need me to express that in a way that you know that I've received it well. And I just say, yeah, just do your best. I'm sure you're going to do well. So doing your best means um, bringing the A game to the exam, bringing the A game to the job, Mm -hmm. bringing the A game to the relationship, bringing the A game to the conversation so that you are firing on all cylinders, all your synapses are, are snapping, and you are certainly doing the best you can. Now, I also like to use athletic metaphors. Yes, that's perfect for this word. Where a world-class sprinter, a Olympian-class sprinter, could be two different things because they're on a totally different level And if someone was in high school and they did their best, potentially a Olympian will always out sprint them. Mm -hmm. Most always out sprint them unless they're just some kind of a phenom and wow and just have these great natural talents. Um, But they have to learn how to run. They have to learn how to sprint. They have to learn how to get build their their bodies such that when the moment comes, they will do their best. But by the same token, um, they may not, their best might not be good enough and, right. and someone else will beat them. Getting the job done to me, I enjoy that. However, I have, I have a hesitation with that. Mm-hmm. Getting the job done to me could mean just do what enough is, is enough. And as, as a friend of mine <laughs> would, would always say, he went to, to one of the, uh, he went to an academy, and he said the the stick that keeps in his crawl is he heard the phrase, if it wasn't good enough, it wouldn't be, if it wasn't the minimum, it wouldn't be good enough, or something to that effect. If it wasn't, if if it wasn't, like, what do you, what do you, what do you call the person who graduates last in medical school? <laughs> you call them doctor, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, and they were the last one. The ones below them did not pass. But so if it wasn't good enough, it wouldn't be the minimum. That's what he says. If it wasn't good enough, it wouldn't be the minimum. So getting the job done to me, okay, we, 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 we got the, the minimums, minimums done. So the customer's happy. The uh, we're happy and everything is good because the product that we delivered was good. Okay, it's going to break in a week, but it was good. But if we did our best, could that make it that product better? Would the would the timeline to get it to production and into the store longer? I I don't know. But getting the job done to me sounds like we're settling for maybe something that could be a little bit less i don't know you help it's me interesting out. yeah yeah no i i think um where this article was going is the from the perspective of the um person requesting the task um what do they want to hear 
Um, I, I, I think when you have an, we've talked before about internal locus of control. When your internal locus of control is is high, when you say do your best, it has it's packed full of meaning that you will in fact try your hardest. Um, but does does uh, does some the task master or the client or customer or whomever wants to know if the job's going to get done? Do they understand you enough to know the quality that you're describing, or do they just want to get the job done that they want done? So maybe it depends on who's listening and how well they know you, but anyone who knows you, Wayne, knows that you do your best <laughs> in everything you do. You approach it with excellence. Sheila, you give me too much credit, and you're very kind, and and I know that you are also, if you look in the mirror, <laughs> if I look in the mirror, I might see your reflection, because you, you do the same thing. <laughs> you give it 100% every time. You know, my wife said something to me once, and and I had to hesitate, and I go, huh, Um it was a task that we were doing, that I was doing. And she said, oh, I'll, I'll help you. And I said, you know what? Okay, it, this is a dirty job. This is, you know, just just a slimy job. Nobody wants to do this. It's, you're going to get dirty, you're going to get gritty. And she said, but I'll do a good job. And I thought, you know what? She is ready to come into this it, it was like I, I was doing some gardening stuff and, and I was mm -hmm. digging holes and and it was, you know, just a swampy, mucky muck muck. And <laughs> she she said, but I'll do a good job. And I thought, here is my wife, my bride, and she is willing to get just as dirty with me to help me get this task done. And she's not going to come in here and cut quarters. She's going to do right. everything that we need to do to get it done. And And she said, and I'll do a good job. She didn't say. I'll make sure that we get, you know, just get this done. But she's, I will do a good job. So I think in my mind, when someone says, I'm going to do a good job, means that they're going to try and go that extra mile to yeah, make I it, like that. make the product at least better than you had anticipated it could be. That's really great. I And that, and that speaks highly of her, her character too. It, it does. It does. It, it's, and so when I hear do your best, that's what I'm hearing is I'm going to do the best I can. And, okay, going back to my track metaphors, when I was running, I would always tell my my competition, oh, so you're going to break the, the record today, huh? And they go, what do you mean? I said, oh, you're going to break the, the record at this track. And they, go, they say, well, why do you say that? I say, because I'm going to. <laughs> you're going to beat me. <laughs> you know, that leads right into another common phrase using the word do that I was thinking of. And that is, um, you can do it. <laughs> I was on a, a, a three-day bike trip one time. And uh, we were approaching the, um, the Mason-Dixon line, which was at the top of this long, steep hill. And I've never been in a marathon. But there was someone we'd run into earlier who waited at the top and was saying, come on, you can do it, you can do it. And I have to tell you, that gave me energy I didn't have, didn't think I had. I was at the end of my reserves, but that gave me the, the, the motivation to push through it. And I did do it in large part because of that encouragement. Excellent. And, and there's a movie that we all know and love, maybe most of us love it. It's called Top Gun. And there was, <laughs> and there was a, there was a, um, a quote, or there was a saying that Goose gave to Maverick. Remember when, did you see the movie? I did see the movie. Okay, so we're talking about the present here. Talking about do and the present. So they were in a situation where 
they were in in bad shape. They were in a bad situation where the 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 bad guy was behind them. He was on their six. The bad guy was shooting, and Goose knew that they were in trouble. And Goose says to Maverick, the pilot, "Okay, Mav, do some of that pilot stuff." Now he didn't <laughs> say stuff, but he said, you know, that's what it was. He Other said, stuff, right? Do some of that pilot stuff. So what that said was, Goose had no capability of helping them out of this problem. He knew that the only person who could do that, using the word do, is Maverick the pilot. So reach back into your brain, all the experiences that you've heard about, learned, all the things that you've done in training, do that right now and get us out of trouble. Which I say in the present, I do a lot of craft things around the house, little little handy handy handyman stuff, if mm -hmm. you will. I do woodwork, I do plumbing, I do a little bit of tile, but I do not do electricity. <laughs> I That's call probably the, why we're still here to talk about this today. <laughs> right? I call the electrician to have him do that electrician stuff because I know I'm I'm a fish out of water when it comes to that, and it scares me, and nope, I'm not doing that. I will do anything else but electricity. <laughs> it's a healthy choice. It is. So at work, you know, I, I I think we can do the things that we need to do when they say do your job. What does that mean? What is my job? If you go back to the job description, it is a litany. It is a list of all these things. Oh, well, which part of this list am I supposed to be doing when they say do your job? But we as the expert, we as the person in that position, we, we're supposed to know what that is. And so like going back to the past on the heart team, um, the doc, okay, doc, do, do your job. Why are we here? We're here to fix the heart. This is what we're going to do. And he's the only person who can do that. I can't do it, but I can certainly assist him. I can give him all the tools and instruments he needs to do that. Um, but so, so do, as you said earlier, talking with Fred, looking at the past helps us get to the present and mm -hmm. then we can look to the future. Yes. Any, anything else on the present we need to talk about? You know, there was only one other thing, and, and then we'll head to the future, and that was um, developing a can-do attitude. Ooh. And that is um, an exciting place to be, and there, there are certain qualities that a person who has that attitude, uh, we've kind of already talked about when, it, when we're talking about doing your best, and some of those are, you know, learning from your mistakes, learning from your past, having a growth mindset, being mindful of your self-talk, and uh, unlearning learned helplessness, which is an interesting concept. Um, I can do this. And sometimes it helps to have someone outside of you saying, you can do this. So, uh, and uh, in fact, one of my great models for that, when I've had, say, um, health challenges or something, my, uh, my father was a great example of someone who, when told he after a, uh, an injury in, in battle, he was told he might never walk again. And he said, I am not only going to walk again, but I'm going to walk home from this hospital, which was about 13 miles. And he did that. And so I, I have that in my head every time I'm faced with wow. that challenge. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes back, and I know I do this a lot. You don't do it so much as I do, but I'm going to refer back to past since we're talking about past, future, and, and present here, yeah. past podcasts, we've done, that's believing in ourselves, believing mm. in yourself, right? That's self-efficacy yes. we're talking about? Absolutely. Yep. That's, how, yeah. that's, that's how you develop a can-do attitude. I like that. 
I like that. A canned, yes. All right. And that propels us into the future. Wow. Okay. And as I think of the future, I thought of these lists that we all have, mm. um, like a bucket list, if you will. Oh. But it, there's also a list that says, I have to do these things. I need to do these things or I must do these things. So that's also putting a prioritization on the word do. Have to, need to, and must do. Um, Can we throw in want to do in there? Absolutely. Too? <laughs> want to okay, do. That's, that's the bucket list, right? The, the yes. wish list. The, yeah. <laughs> okay, the want to do. All right, want to do. I'm writing this down as, I, as we speak. So, so looking at the future, standing in the present, looking at the future, Many of us have heard these three words. And I, Sheila, I know you, you're going to start chuckling as soon as I say this. Okay. There is a person talking to a couple, and that person says, do you take? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the retort is supposed to be, I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that, going to one of the dictionary definitions of the word do that I found, it says to perform an action, the precise nature of which is often unspecified. When we say I do to the person standing in front of us after the person to the left of us says, do you take? Um, wow, that precise nature of which is often unspecified is telling because they say through sickness and health and, you know, the good with the bad. Mm -hmm. There are other things that we learn in relationships. There are other things we learn on the job, if you will, that someone that you say, oh, wait, <laughs> we never talked about that. <laughs> but we've got to do that. Um, so I, I, I like that. Do you take and I do. How about you? I love that. And think of how different the whole experience would be if the answer instead of I do was, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it wasn't good enough, it wouldn't be the minimum. <laughs> but you know, I've always felt that love, in fact, is a decision first and a feeling second, <laughs> because there are times when the feeling is gone, you have to rely on the decision. <laughs> and then other times when the feelings are absolutely there, you're grateful that you relied on the decision. That's, that's right. And, and there's always that honeydew list to, or the oh, yeah. to-do list, right? <laughs> yes. And I, and I swear, I, my did list, as I knock off the things I'm supposed to do, my to-do list doubles almost. It's almost magical, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> and as I look at the clock, we are right at 2654, Ooh, my friend. Okay. All right. Anything you want to add to, to before you wrap it up? Uh, no, I'm good. I feel like I shortchanged you on the future, but we'll just have to do it some more next time. You know, <laughs> I like it when you do that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, we appreciate people who have listened to us today. As you can see, we never run out of things to talk about, but we absolutely want to hear what you have in mind for us to talk about, what feedback you would have for us and where, which direction you would like us to go. Absolutely. So thank you very much for being here. Thanks for listening to us. And Sheila, would you take us home, please? It always comes down to verbs and relationships. I like that. Sheila, thank have a good so one. Much. You Thanks, too. everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.